Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on this Sunday, the 9th of May, the 6th Sunday of Easter. So our normal Sunday uh, activities, lots of busyness. So there's an 8 o'clock service live at church and there's a 10 o'clock service live at church. Um, and this is also available on YouTube Live, Zoom Live, recorded for YouTube later. Uh, all the invitations, if you are looking for it on Zoom and YouTube, are on the website, and uh, many will have uh, received an invite by email. So um, that's a, a normal Sunday morning now. Uh, I think Martin is presiding and preaching this morning. We have the robed choir. And we have the Rope Square back later for uh, the Choral Evensong, which is nice to have back in church. Also available on, well, I think, I'm not sure if it's on Zoom. I know it'll be on YouTube, uh, but again, available live in church. So that's tomorrow. There'll be Compline tomorrow night, Deanery Compline at nine. There's this podcast in the morning, a podcast on Monday morning. Compline every night at nine. And then we're back to the morning services on YouTube in the church at, I think, half eight. What have I forgotten? Uh, it is the APCM oh, yes. after the 10 o'clock service. So it'll be a slightly shorter service. And we're promised that the APCM is not going to take very long because actually we've already done one back in November, November yes, time. So there's, although there's a lot of information, we, yeah, it's all there. So that's okay. And then on Thursday, there is the deanery ascension day service which is um at st mary's but it's ascension day for everyone in the deanery and it is on zoom and youtube scott the ascension service yes that'll be on both of those and what time um, is it oh i should know this is seven or seven thirty i should know because the powerpoint's already been done but uh there'll be more details we'll never know but again, it's one of those services where you are welcome to attend. Uh, I know there's music, the rope choir, but still, we were talking about this today, still no singing from anybody else, which is um, a real shame. Hopefully we'll get movement in that soon. But yeah. there we go. It is what it is. It is indeed. My thinking is, what do you sing for your first congregational hymn? How do you get it right for the first one? If I were a butterfly. That's not helpful. Okay. So, you want to start us off? Go on then. Well, Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrectional Christ. Let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation. To you be praise and glory forever. As once you ransomed your people from Egypt and led them to freedom in the promised land, so now you have delivered us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your risen Son. May we, the first fruits of your new creation, rejoice in this new day you have made and praise you for your mighty acts. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us, so let us celebrate the feast not with the old leaven of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, once raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. In dying, he died to sin once for all. In living, he lives to God. See yourselves, therefore, as dead to sin 
and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who sleep. For as by man came death, by man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Hey, look what Sam we've got today. Well, this is Psalm 104, or a bit of it, and it is the psalm that is set for compline throughout the season of Easter. So we have it every night, and it causes a little bit of merriment because um, I'm not quite sure why. There's a bit about a whale, the Leviathan, and um, for some reason, some people like it, some people don't. We are having it every night, so I guess we get used to it, but um, hey, Psalm 104. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. There go the ships, and there is that Leviathan, which you have made to play in the deep. All of these look to you, to give them their food in due season. When you give it them, they gather it. You open your hand, and they are filled with good. When you hide your face, they are troubled. When you take away their breath, they die and return again to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks on the earth, and it trembles. He touches the mountains, and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. Creator God, send your Holy Spirit to renew this living world that the whole creation in its groaning and striving may know your loving purpose and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. So we've got our first reading. Would you like to read it, Andrew? Mm. Would you like to read it? Yeah. It's quite a long one. It's Ezekiel 47, 1 to 12. Then he brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There, water was flowing from below the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. And the water was flowing down from below the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me round on the outside to the outer gate that faces towards the east. And the water was coming out on the south side. Going on eastwards with a cord in his hand, the man measured one thousand cubits and then, led, and then led me through the water, and it was ankle deep. Again he measured one thousand and led me through the water, and it, would, and it was knee deep. Again he measured one thousand and he led me through the water, and it was up to the waist. Again he measured one thousand, and it was a river, river that I could not cross, for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in, a river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Mortal, have you seen this? Then 
He led me back along the bank of the river. As I came back, I saw on the bank of the river a great many trees on one side and on the other. He said to me, This water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah. And when it enters the sea, the sea of stagnant waters, the water will become fresh. Wherever the river goes, every living creature that swarms will, will live, and there will be very many fish once these waters reach there. It will become fresh, and everything will... People will stand fishing beside the sea from Engedi to Engelim. It will be a place for the spreading of nets. Its fish will be of great many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But its swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They are to be left for salt. On the banks, on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail. But they will bear fresh fruit every month, because the water for them flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food, and their leaves for healing. Hmm, it's a... Uh... It's surprising, isn't it, to find little passages like that in the Old Testament, speaking of end times, but they are there. That was, there's bits in Ezekiel, and there's some really difficult stuff in Daniel. But they're, um, yeah, it they're there. It just felt revelation-y. Yeah, so we have revelation. And a lot of them are written in times when the nation, the people, were under um, a huge pressure, under attack and persecution. And some of these writings will come out, and these great visions of how it's going to be and meant to be. In your unfailing love, O Lord, you lead the people whom you have redeemed. Alleluia. I will sing to the Lord who has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song and has become my salvation. This is my God, whom I will praise. The God of my forebears, whom I will exalt. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. At the blast of your nostrils, the sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. In your unfailing love, O Lord, you lead the people whom you have redeemed. And by your invincible strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them, O Lord, in the sanctuary which your hands have established. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. In your unfailing love, O Lord, you lead the people whom you have redeemed. Alleluia. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 21. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the Twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. 
Jesus called to them, children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it. And now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. And Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord. He put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the lake. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the nets full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fish, a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your, your own belt and to go where, wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your sting? Christ is risen from the dead, the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. Death is swallowed up in victory. The trumpet will sound and the dead shall be raised. Where, O oh death, is your sting? We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your sting? The Lord is risen from the tomb, who for our sakes hung upon the tree. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old 
to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen from the tomb, who for our sakes hung upon the tree. Alleluia. So a time of prayer on this Sunday morning. Come together in worship. In this morning prayer, giving thanks to God for the gift of this new day. Praying for what lies ahead in this day, its challenges and its opportunities. We pray that when we are busy, in home and maybe out of the home, we do not forget our God. We give thanks that when we are not mindful of our God, our God is always mindful of us. Guard our steps, our thoughts, our words, our deeds. May we be mindful of others, our calling to serve others, to love others as ourselves, to love others as you, our God, has have loved us. This morning in our Gospel, we will hear the message that greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his friends. In this, our season of Easter, we give thanks for your love, O God, that through your Son took upon the pain of rejection, of torture and death, for our sakes. In our reading in this morning prayer, we have an indication of what lies ahead for Peter and his sacrifice. And we give thanks for the lives and stories and inspiration of those who've represented and spread the gospel and shown the gospel of love in their lives and have been persecuted as a result. We pray for those who are not free to worship without fear on this Sunday morning, for those people and churches and congregations under attack for their faith, for minorities who are picked upon and marginalized, We pray that whatever people's religion, colour, orientation, gender, 
nationality, whatever differences there may be, there may be a mutual respect and love between all people. We pray for those areas in, in the world in which there is distrust between nations and peoples, where there is political tension, where there is ongoing violence, ongoing poverty, ongoing persecution and the lack of justice. We pray for the peacemakers. We pray for those in government, in authority, that they may govern wisely, use their power carefully, and to seek the common good. We pray for our acts of worship later this morning, later today, praying that we may be inspired to worship our God seven whole days, not just one in seven. We pray for the APCM at St. Mary's, for Martin, our rector, for the wardens and the PCC. We pray for the work of the PCC, for its leadership, for its finances, for all its various committees, that it may serve the church well. We pray for those who we know this day are ill in body, mind or spirit, that they this day may know your healing presence. And as we approach the end of the Easter season, as we approach the start of our church's Thy Kingdom Come season, we pray for your will to be done in our world today and that we may see your kingdom come in our lives, both now and in eternity. We give thanks for the lives of those who have gone before us, who have inspired and loved us, as we pray for those who grieve. And finally, in this day, we pray again that you guard our thoughts and our words and our deeds, that whoever we think about, whoever we meet, whoever we interact with, we build them up in love and we do not put down. All this we ask in your name. Amen. God, our Redeemer, you have delivered us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your Son. Grant that as by his death he has recalled us to life, so by his continual presence in us he may raise us to eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia.